0: This is the 22 catch 22 podcast. I'm a little change of scenery today. I didn't think I was going to do one today, and I'm still 50-50 if I'm even going to put this one up. Uh, it's a little later in the day. It's about is oh, so. wrong. It's about quarter to uh, 10 East Coast time. This would be the 79th show if uh, we do post it. And uh, I'm not going... To work today i have uh, some things to do my mother's got to go to the doctor's so i just had to take just had to drop the explorer you know the usual studio off at my mother's house and pick up her my mother stayed with us last night i had to pick up her car at her house because uh, she has a little trouble climbing up into the into the explorer so so now we're doing it from uh i don't know It is like a 2015 ish uh buick nice ride so maybe maybe a little less feedback than usual on your end Oh, jeez. Cup holders aren't as good as... Ah, for fuck's sake, man. I just tilt it over. I mean... Okay. All right. I don't think we'll have that problem again, but I have to wipe that seat down now. So... I don't know. I was kind of... I had to come down. I did the same drive as usual today to get to my mother's house because she lives in the same place as where my train is. Uh, But I wanted to listen to... Some New York talk radio and sports talk radio, and kind of get a get a feel for the whole Adam Gase thing. I know, I know, Jets fans seem to be high on him. Mike McCarthy, which is a little crazy to me, having watched him for the past few years, kind of just make make a disaster out of the Packers. I mean, if you end with one of the best quarterbacks of a generation, you end up with bad terms. With him, I'm not sure you really want to bring him in to groom your newest, you know, who you're hoping is another generational talent. Um, with Sam Darnold, I don't, I don't know, man. It seems like a weird guy to to really want. Gesa had a lot of problems in Miami. He got a lot out of his team, though. You know, with. A year with Jay Cutler, a year with Brock Osweiler, not a year, but you know, partial year with Brock Osweiler. Tannehill up and down, inconsistent. You know, and Tannehill is not a, you know, he's a receiver turn quarterback or whatever, quarterback turn receiver turn quarterback, whatever the story is there. You know, he didn't have exactly a whole lot to work with down there. So, and look, I, my cousin who's a who's a Dolphins fan says that Jets fans are going to love the guy. You know, and I and I mean. Look, I just don't understand the love for McCarthy. I mean, that team was fucking terrible. If Aaron Rodgers isn't around, he's fucking awful. They're awful, and Rodgers would he'd do he he would make up he'd gloss over a lot of the mistakes and a lot of the problems with that team. But McCarthy wasted how many years of Aaron Rodgers' career? I mean, what would a Super Bowl of them, but. I don't know. This day and age, I just feel like that's not... Bringing an established guy in hardly seems to work, okay? Because established guy goes in, he and he just wants... He doesn't want to build. He just wants to start winning, right? He just wants to start... He just wants to pick up where he left off, right? Okay, look. I'm Mike McCarthy. This is how I do things. Let's go. Adam Gase comes in. You know, there's your... There's your young, hungry uh, coach. If it works out, he's going to be there for a decade, right? You have Darnold; he's going to be there for 15 years. So you know, you, you just want you 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 got to build something from the ground up. You don't you want a guy who's going to just lay the groundwork, and not a guy who just wants to come in and go. Okay, you want a guy who wants to do the work, and I think Gates is that guy. I don't think McCarthy's that guy. I think McCarthy's. You know, he's been he's been around, and you really have to have either an established. It it just doesn't work when you bring an established guy, and you either have to have some um, something to work with, like a like a decent foundation to build off of, or the guy's going to be kind of starting from scratch. Or I'm trying to think like what Parcells did, or like a bunch of draft picks. Like I don't know, like Parcells <laughs> was able to compete with multiple teams. Um, sort of off the bat, but I think I'm not sure I'd have to look back to be to be sure I was younger when that all went down I don't really remember, you know, what he did that was so special between but I think it was just kind of it was I mean, he turned teams around quickly. That's a special talent I'm, I can't compare anybody to Bill Parcells that's a little, maybe, maybe that's my problem here is I can't be comparing him to Parcells um, but, you know, unless you're that special of a guy, you're not going to be in a special of a football mind. You, you have to spend some time and take some knocks. And that's, I think, what Gates is going to be doing. I think he's going to be able to come in. I think he's, you know, he, he may or may not have the right mind for the job. You're going to find out um, in a year or two, you know, if, they, if he's the right guy. But, you know, he's, uh, I don't know, just the established guys don't excite me don't excite me like they've done they've won already they've done their thing how hungry are they like i assume he's hungry i assume he does. i don't i don't think he's gonna come in and dog it but you know i just don't think that um it's a it's a different mindset for a guy who's never done it before or he just he wants to build something make a name for himself it's a different mindset that was like Patricia's problem up there in in Detroit. It, it just seemed like he was trying to go in there implement, you know, say, you know, it just seemed outside looking in. I'm not that I'm studying the Detroit Lions outside looking in. It just seemed like he wanted to go up there and say, "Look, I'm Bill Belichick with a beard. I'm Bill Belichick, you know, 2.0 whatever. I'm coming up here with this these ideas and these thoughts, and we're gonna and we're and they took a step back. They went backwards, you know." Uh So, all right, I don't know where the fucking defogger... There it is, all right. I said, a, <laughs> new studio, I'm talking too much. not talking too much. If I wasn't talking, what's the point of doing this? But I'm talking, I'm fogging up the windows. <laughs> I couldn't find the defogger. So, I don't know. Here's a point in the show where I would want, like... I'm changing topics, and usually I say something like, now I want to talk about, I don't like that. I want to do something like... uh I wish I could do a sound effect right now, where it'd be like, you know, because the whole idea is I'm in the car, I'm in traffic, commuting, and uh, I want like speeding cars, and like maybe a beep. beep, 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 like, you know, angry horns, not a beep, 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 like a beep, beep, I don't know, maybe I can get this truck, Maybe I'll stick my hand out the window, try to get this truck, you ever do that when you're a kid, pulling the chain, got a truck to beep the horn, nothing better, man. I remember doing that with my... Ah, maybe I shouldn't. But you were in college, we were going like a road trip. And that was... You know, you're in a car for five or six hours with your friends. What are you going to do? You're probably... You know, I think you're probably stoned. Because, uh, again, just not going to ride in the car for six hours. Not stoned. <laughs> at, at 20 years old. And, uh, you know, I think I was just sticking my head out the window trying to get these trucks to do the beeping thing. So, right now I'm changing topics. So, you know, vroom, 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 Talked a little bit about the Godfather rewatchables the other day and the Al Martino thing. And I gotta again, I gotta give Sean Fennessy credit here. He tried, I don't know what Simmons' deal was, but he's going off about Sinatra being cool, which nobody's ever argued that Sinatra was cool, but Sinatra definitely had phases where you know he wasn't. Most of the recordings you listen to of Sinatra now are probably uh, 1950, I don't know the exact dates. It's all post-comeback. It's all... It's all after From Here to Eternity, which was... 57? I have no idea. 56? I'm guessing. I have no idea. Um, But it's just, you know, he he had a a whole thing. He he was a singer. He was trying to make it as an actor. Uh, He had a whole thing with uh, Ava Gardner and that, you know... Try to kill himself after her, and problems, problems with her, and problems with uh, not problems, but dealing with an ex-wife and his kids there, and that kind of shit. And you know, and then from here, then he got from here to eternity, which was what turned him around. And the cool Sinatra, you know, the Rat Pack Sinatra, that's all 60s Sinatra, all right. All the the capital years, you know, these are good, but trust me, I've listened to a lot. I'm not saying all his recordings, but I've listened to. I mean I don't know how many there are But I've listened to most of his recordings percent, 90%, 90th percentile 95 percent Like I've listened to a bunch of his shit And the good stuff is all, is all His older years When his voice deepened a little bit And He was I mean he was always a craftsman Um Going back to when he was a kid But That craft really paid off You know when he got older His 40s and 50s Um but, yeah, he was a bo- the Bobby Sox years. I mean, he's a teen idol. That's it. He was, it, was, it was teenage girls skipping school, Bobby Soxers to see him. And guys didn't really like him, you know. He dipped out in the war. didn't go to war. Um, you know, all their girlfriends loved him. The guys, he wasn't big with the fellas back then, you know, when he was in his 20s and 30s. And he wasn't huge with them. Uh, And then his comeback happened. And you could see, like, he still kind of... He wasn't Frank Sinatra. You could see, like, even at his Oscars, like, he's, like, skipping down the aisle. Uh, He's not the Sinatra that, you know, that we revere as cool Sinatra. You know, Rat Pack and beyond Sinatra. It just wasn't. So I don't think, like, the whole Al Martino... If you think he's a bad actor, fine. I don't think it's a big deal. He's in the movie for 25 seconds. <laughs> but if you got a problem with Johnny Fontaine looking weak? Well, you know, that's kind of what happened. Like that Johnny Fontaine story, that whole thing, or the, um, uh, what's his name? Uh shit. Go oh, fuck yourself, man. What the fuck? I can't, how am I going to, you know, the whole, uh, he made him an offer he can't refuse and, oh, Luca Brasi assured him that either his brains or his signature would be on the contract. And that's, you know, I don't know if it's a 1,000% true, but there's truth to it. To get Sinatra out of his his contract with Tommy Dorsey. All right, so there's, and I ain't no band leader. You know, that's a whole fuck that's true. Okay. Sinatra had backers. Sinatra had friends that were, I don't know how much um, they helped his career along, but, you know, he had friends in that world and yeah they helped him out of contract there and they help you know if that whole, that whole jack Waltz thing if that happened exactly i'm not sure um, from here to attorney but it's based on a, uh, some sort of some sort of story that one i have to look into the luca brazzi thing that i know is you know at least partially true okay where they strong armed <laughs> I'm back, I'm sorry I just got a fucking telemarketing call God, I mean, I get these fucking calls all the time um, From these humps I dropped the uh, <laughs> I dropped the line from Raging Bull on him When at uh, the very end Jake Lomata is like Trying to make amends with his brother But not really And he calls up I mean, he's just kind of a shithead But uh, he calls up his brother And, uh, and his It's <laughs> His early Pesci at his best and Jacob not saying anything under the line And so Pesci just thinks it's a prank caller I forget his name Whatever, Lamada, in the movie And Pesci just goes Your fucking mother sucks Big fucking elephant dicks You got it? It hangs up <laughs> Oh, I just dropped that line on that motherfucker I for, I mean, I don't I'm recording in the morning I don't need to do this Because I don't get those calls But I forget to put it in airplane mode So I don't get any calls So now we're in play mode I'm almost home Anyway, I was saying uh, before this that, uh, oh, I was saying before this that, um, all right, thanks. This is some road work I got to navigate here. All right. Thank you. Yep. All right. Ah, oh, boy. Yeah, that actually sounded like I was pushing the car right there. Jesus. So I was saying that, you know, I know there's some truth to, like, the whole Tommy Dorsey thing, but, uh, you know, if you're being honest about Sinatra, my whole point was, if you're being honest about Sinatra, there's a point in his career when he wasn't, if he had stopped after, if he had stopped before he got to, um, From Here to Eternity, which is a movie he won Best Supporting Actor for, but, uh, if he had stopped before that, he might not have ever heard of him again, he might have been, like, just on the he might have been Perry Como, for crying out loud. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's it. And, but then, you know, that wasn't Sinatra. He was tenacious. Um, he was fucking ruthless. With that being said, go out and read. If you haven't read, if you have never read this before, go out and read Gay Talese's Frank Sinatra Has a Cold. I mean, that's, there's like two things i got to read once a year. That's one of them. Um, two magazine articles I need to read once a year. That's one of them. The other one is uh, that... The Kentucky Derby is decadent and depraved because Hunter is, you know, Hunter. You know how I feel about Hunter. He's the best, but um, he was the best. He was like just a short burst in the sky of greatness. But whatever, that's a whole other story. Frank was not going to. That's the other side of it. Hunter was great, but he burned out. Sinatra was great, but he had a fucking. He burned it for. He had. He had to keep that fire going for, you know. Seventy years, basically, you know, sixty something years. Um, so, yeah, but if he, but but if if he bowed out of the game at a, at a younger age, he just would have been in a scrap heap of history as another as another would be, has been crooner, or never was crooner. You know, he was. Ba- I mean, this is this is going to sound terrible, but I mean, it is before his comeback, he was basically Justin Bieber. You know, I mean, that's basically the truth. I mean, it was. Don't come at me and say you know, that's. I know more about Sinatra than you do. So, all right, I'm home. I can talk Frank and The Godfather and all that kind of shit. Uh, another day. Good luck, Adam Gase. I'll be back tomorrow morning. I think I'm going to put this one off. That wasn't bad, right? I didn't do anything too bad. Got the quote Raging Bull in there. Got a little Hunter Thompson in there. And, uh, this is going to be interesting. i got to figure out how to do. I might need to find a sound effect because I got cut off there. Um. All right, we'll figure it out. Whatever. I'm out of here. Have a great fucking day. Listen to yesterday's show. Yesterday's show was good, too. Um five questions. It wasn't the best five questions ever, but five questions just to, just to give me, just keeps my mind moving, you know? Come up with something to talk about. Um, a lot of defending Al Martino, which I might spend another fucking week on. We'll see. <laughs> and uh, talking about millennials who, who apparently consider themselves uh, the, the burnout generation, which is a joke, but... Um, So, listen to yesterday's, listen to today's. Have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Big NFL day tomorrow. Have a great day.